please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Welcome everyone to the Life Upgrade podcast. I'm so happy you're joining us today again. Today we'll be talking about something I believe will change your life, something I believe will take you to the next level. So if you're having issues in your life, dealing with trauma, with shame, and you're looking for a way to break out from that cycle, today is your lucky day because we're having a special guest in the studio and I believe she'll be bringing to us so much value, so much value that I believe it will shift her life to the next level. So the topic for today is... Um, own your story dealing with shame and traumatic experience so redefining sources beyond shame that's what we're talking about today and my guest in the studio is Jill E. Schultz I would love everyone to just be ready to learn be ready to explore because it's a very powerful and sensitive topic so Jill I would love you to say hi to the audience before we yes hi how are you it's so good to be here thank you so much for having me this morning thank you so much thank you yeah. we'll just go straight to the topic so we can begin the discussion so i would love you to just introduce yourself and what you do how you're going to help us today some things you would love us to know before we get into session oh sure yeah so my topic is some something that people aren't aren't talking about and so i always like to set the stage and let people know if they're hearing anything today that is triggering for them. Maybe they're having a memory or maybe they're having a realization that this is something that they finally get to deal with. I want people to be safe. And so um, I have many resources on my website. My website is jillieschultz.com. And I don't know if we can put that in the chat or not so people can have access to that. jillieschultz.com. And there's a resource section and there's a get help section. So if at any time during this conversation, you're having any feelings, please go there. They're anonymous resources so you can talk to somebody and you know work through whatever emotions you're having it's really important to me that people are safe so thank you for letting me do that first uh thank you so much okay is there any disclaimer before we get into the topic because you're going to be sharing your story and i believe this uh, topic is sensitive to a lot of people so i would just love you to give them an overview of what to expect as they listen to this podcast today yeah so um i (laughs) i have dealt with shame for a really long time i lived with shame for 41 years and one thing that i really want people to know is that life happens outside your comfort zone. And so if you have something in your life that you know you need to face, you get to look at it and say, you don't own me anymore because life is so beautiful on the other side of healing. So I don't know if you want me to just kind of hop in and share my story or what would you like to do now? Before we get to that, I want us to set the foundation 
So let's start from the basics. Let's talk about shame. What can you define? What can you define by shame? Or what does shame mean to you or to people who experience shame? Yeah, sure. So there's, for I've been doing a lot of research around shame and there's, there's definitely a distinguishing factor between toxic shame and shame. And toxic shame typically starts from childhood, something that um, in, in my case, it was around sexual trauma and toxic shame really gets embedded in your soul. And it's harder to work through toxic shame than just regular shame. But shame can hold us back in so many ways in our lives. And it, you know, my, my story is around sexual trauma, but your shame could be completely different. Everybody has a secret. And so being able to release your secret, talk about your secret, put you in a position where you get to have a blank canvas for your life and you really get to create a beautiful life for yourself. So if you are feeling any kind of shame right now, you really, really get to release that and live a beautiful life. Right. That's, that's great. That's awesome. Since today we're talking about different kinds of shame, um, I believe some people will be dealing with uh, maybe they were abused when they were children. So uh, they, are, they have to deal with this traumatic experience for the rest of their lives. So what impact does shame have on the human mind? Does it really affect us as we try to live a beautiful life for people who are trying to create a great life for themselves and for the people around them? Does shame have any impact? Because some people may think that, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm just feeling ashamed. It doesn't really affect my life. It doesn't really affect those around me. So um, does it have any impact? Yes. Well, I can only speak from my experience and shame impacted me in, in several different ways. Um, I developed an eating disorder. I was bulimic until I was 41 years old. It affected me in relationships with men. I would always feel like if a man walked in the room and he looked at me, I would immediately look down because I didn't want a man to see in my soul because I thought if a man really truly saw who I was and what I had done, how could he love me? And it also affected me in, in my business and success in my business. You know, I suffered a lot from imposter syndrome and it really held me back from stepping into, you know, who I'm really supposed to be in this life. So that, that's been my experience with shame. Okay. All right. That's great. So in essence, shame has a negative effect. It can affect our relationship with people and it can destroy or deal with our self-esteem. So uh, I know those listening right now might have this question um, as we're talking about shame and trauma. Is there any link between shame and trauma? Do that um, relate to each other or they are different? Yeah, so I'm, I'm only speaking from my experience and shame was a hundred percent related to my trauma. You know, I, I, like I said, I lived, I lived with shame for 41 years because of, of how I acted out as a child. And so I'd say that a hundred percent, those two are connected. All right. So those listening right now really, really want to hear your story. So I would just love you to share the story with us. And I believe those listening will be able to learn something valuable from the story. I hope so, because it's really the only reason I'm doing this. Trust me, when I was praying for my purpose, and I don't know if you, your listeners believe in God or source or universe or whatever. Yeah, Um, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, I I just don't want people to turn off because God has been a a guiding source for me through through this whole journey. And um, so I was 
around three or four years old when I was molested. And, you know, I'm so grateful for the Me Too movement because I feel like people now are able to really express their trauma, talk about their trauma way easier than, you know, 10 years ago. And so I really honor the people that came before and stepped into, you know, they were brave and courageous and, and started this conversation. But where my story fears and my story is way more common than you can think. And for me, I thought I was the only little girl who ever acted out like this. But sadly, it's way more common. So if what I'm about to say is your story, I want you to know that you're not alone. And I want you to know that you do get to love yourself, you get to forgive yourself, and you get to live a beautiful life. But because of what somebody taught me to do, I innocently and curiously acted out experimenting with other children. And the level of debilitating shame that I carried for 41 years was suffocating. I called it my shame cloud. I would have this dark, oppressive cloud follow me around everywhere I went. I would go to sleep, it was there. I would wake up, it was there. And, you know, really being able to get it out and talk about it, find help to start to heal, now that cloud is gone. And it's the most beautiful, magical experience to know that, you know, on the other side of healing, Feeling, life gets to really be beautiful. So if this is something that you've experienced, you know, I really want to encourage you to talk to somebody. I remember, you know, when I first leaned into knowing that I needed to get help. And the first sign for me was that I wasn't connecting with men. I already talked a little bit about that. And so I, I started going to therapy and I remember walking into the therapist's office and thinking, how can I say these words out loud? This man is going to think I'm a monster. He's going to think I'm a pedophile. Cause I, as a 12 year old little girl, that's how I thought of myself. I, I was acting out in between the ages of seven and 12. And I really thought of myself as a monster and a pedophile. And so so going into that office and, and knowing that I needed to say it out loud, I had this terrible feeling. And what I want people to know is the fear that you have around your shame, that people are going to think of you if you talk about it is a lie. Because every time that I've shared my story, the level of love and compassion and kindness and understanding blows me away. So for those of you listening, I really need for you to understand that you get to talk about this. You get to share it. You get to heal from it. So that's, that's why I'm here is to really, I want to collapse time for people. I want people to not have to live in 41 years of shame, self-loathing. So I'm really grateful fulfillment that you've given me the space to be here today and to, to share my story. I am really glad that you found the courage to share something like this to people. You know, a lot of people not want to do this. Um, or want to cover the story up and just pretend as if it's, it doesn't exist or it never happened. So yeah. finding the courage to actually do this is something that I, I admire so much. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's been, it's really been a God thing. God has led me through lots of different steps to get here, lots of different healing opportunities to get here. And so, and this may sound weird, but now I get to look at my trauma as a gift because now I get to share it with people and help them know that they're not alone and they get to they get to heal all right so from your story you said it all started during your childhood and i believe that's one point where we can be scarred or traumatized for life and many people carry these things to their grief and they are unable to do what god has called them to do so 
I want you to just tell us or talk to us about something you would have done differently during your childhood that would have helped so that um, maybe parents or someone can advise someone else or just put things in place so that it doesn't happen again. So what can we do to avoid situations like that? Or if something like this is happening, what would you have done then? Yeah, so I, I don't... I can't say that it would change anything because I didn't know what I was doing was wrong, you know? So for me to say I would have done something differently, i that's not a question that I can answer because I, I didn't know I was doing anything wrong until I turned around 12 years old. Um, but what I will say is that if you have a child or if you know somebody whose child is being hurt, there's lots of different ways that you can get help. And so I, I, I'm just going to say, I, I wrote a book, it's called Liberated, Releasing the Dark Cloud of Shame. And my therapist actually wrote a chapter in the book. And it's all about how to talk to children so that they're not targeted, so that they have boundaries, so that they're not put in a position where somebody can hurt them. What um, pedophiles will do is they will groom your child. And so you get to have a conversation with your child over and over again. You know, we have, we have the saying of, you know, you get to have the conversation about the birds and the bees and that conversation ha happens one time but how many times did you have to do your times tables in order to learn how to multiply over and over and over again so we get to have these conversations with our children over and over and over again so that they're safe and they know how to set boundaries now if your child has been hurt it's really important that you get them help very quickly, as quickly as possible. And it's really important how you react, because if you react and you have a, you know, if, if you react aggressively, that's going to impact your child. So you really need to be in a calm place. And I know that's got to be terrifying and hard for a parent who has a child that's been hurt, but you really need to be calm. Let the child know that it is not their fault and do research around therapists that specifically deal with children with childhood sexual trauma. That's really, really important. Ask a lot of questions and find a perfect fit for your child um, to, to start dealing with the trauma. Okay. That's beautiful and I love the advice. Communication has always been a problem between um, parents and the children. I believe that's one thing that could help because a lot of children, they are placed in a position where they are too afraid, too scared to speak up for themselves. So even when they are hurt, they can't, they don't have the courage to walk up to someone and say, this is what's going on. But I think constant communication between parents and children would really, really help a lot. So yeah. before you go on, I want to add one more thing to this, because I think this is also really important. You know, we hear the term stranger danger and oftentimes, sadly, oftentimes the person who's hurting your child is somebody that's very close to you. So when you tell a child to say, stranger danger, you know, it, it doesn't apply because if it's somebody that they know that's hurting them, can you see where the disconnect is there? So make sure you're talking to your children about, you know, just boundaries in general. If, you know, if somebody tries to touch you here, that's not appropriate. You know, you come and talk to mommy or daddy. So I just wanted to, to touch on that a little bit too. Yeah, it was really, really important. Thank you. Thank you. So now let's go to people who are not adults. So what steps do you think someone can take to heal from their shame and trauma? What have you learned over the years that you believe would really help someone break that cycle of shame? Well, first of all, you need to take responsibility. And you well, you first you need to admit that it that it happened because you cannot start to heal until you admit that it happened. And second of all, you need to take take responsibility. 
And, you know, I have a whole worksheet on my website that people can access at seven critical steps to healing. But I I, I do want to talk about a couple of them. Um, Taking responsibility. And I don't mean that you take responsibility for what that other person did you. It's that you get to take responsibility for your life right now. You get to stop living as a victim. You get to stop blaming everybody else for all your problems and all your woes because you get to choose every single day what life looks like and you get to say, you don't own me anymore. I get to move past this. So I think that's really, really important for people to understand because every, you know, there's so many people out there that are like, woe is me. This happened to me, blah, blah, blah. But you know, a lot of things happen to a lot of people. You get to own it and you get to live a beautiful life. And that starts with you. Okay, right. I was really hoping if you could share some of those um, steps. Um, you said you you have it in your website. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can share just maybe two or three of them. Sure. Yeah. Well, I already shared two of them. That one of them is you got to admit that it happened. Two is take responsibility. Okay. Yeah. Three All is right. you know you really get to start forgiving yourself. And I did a lot of mirror work. And I also wrote a letter to myself telling myself that I love myself and I forgive myself. And now I do mirror work all the time. I'll be getting ready and I'm like, hey, beautiful, you today, you're amazing. You know, you really get to, the words that we use are so important and so impactful. And so if you're telling yourself all day long that you're a piece of garbage, you know, you're gonna believe that. So you get to you get to start really being kind to yourself. You get to love yourself and you get to forgive yourself. The other thing that um, I just realized not long ago was that I was blaming the little girl in me for getting hurt. And I, and I didn't even realize that I was doing it. And so you also get to forgive the child in yourself who either Um, hurt somebody else or who, you know, you were in a position where you were hurt. So that's really, really important too, because if you're, if you're blaming that your inner child, then that inner child is the one that's running your life. And for years, I let that inner child run my life. And I finally was able to let her off the hook and say, you don't, you don't have to drive the bus anymore. I forgive you, you know, you, and you get to nurture that inner child. You get to say, you know what, I love you. And I'm sorry this happened to you, but now we get to, now we get to move forward. All right. That's wonderful. Okay. I want you to alter the road that God played in all of this, how he helped you. I've been a believer since my childhood. So God has really been helpful to me. So I would love you to just share um, how God helped you because I talk to a lot of people like this and most of the testimonies is always um, God helped me along the way when I was dealing with this. What role can God play to help you deal with this cycle of shame and trauma? Yeah, I love that question because God has been a major, major, major impact on my healing. And it's so funny to me because I I was praying for my purpose for so long. Like I'm I'm blessed. I have a I have a, a couple of businesses and I love what I do, but I never felt like I was contributing. I'm like, why am I here? And I was praying for my purpose and praying for my purpose. And looking back. 
back, you know, I see that God was just taking me through different steps of healing to get me to this place. If God had asked me years ago to to write a book about, you know, my life and my trauma, I, I wouldn't have done it. So he gently and strategically kept shifting me in different directions and in different places so that I could heal. And I've done a lot of different healing work. I've done therapy. I've done Reiki. I've done um, some transformational um, courses. I did Landmark Education. Recently, I did a program called Hardcore Leadership, which really, really is the reason that I was able to love myself and give myself. And, and, and now the book is here because of that. But I hear people say all the time that, that they don't hear God's voice. And that makes me very sad because I hear God talk all the time. In fact, God and I fight a lot because God asks, <laughs> is asking a lot of me. And so we have some pretty hefty conversations sometimes. And I think the biggest thing that, that has occurred in the last year and a half is surrender. And surrender yeah. is my word. And it's so miraculous to me. Every time I see something come up that I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing that. And I say, okay, God, you figure oh. it out. If you want this, you figure it out. And surrendering into that every single time he has paved the way in a magical way. And I don't know if you want me to give an example, wow. a pretty beautiful example of yeah, this. Yeah, you can go on, go on. Okay, so I'm enjoying your story already. I love it, I love it. So when this whole thing came about where, you know, God's like, okay, you know, this is your, this is your purpose in life. And I'm like, no, I, this is not what I asked for. Trust me. The last <laughs> thing that I ever wanted to do was be the spokesperson for little kids who acted out. You know what I mean? So, um, when yeah, this came yeah. about, there were a lot, there were some legal things that I had to, to look at. And I was told by an attorney that as a, you know, a child, as I mentioned earlier, I was acting out in between the ages of seven and 12. As a child, I could be um, registered as a sex offender. I could be charged with a felony. And so I was like, oh, hell no, I am not doing this, God. There's no way I'm going to jail for this purpose. And so I said, if you want this, you figure it out. And I just... Yeah leaned into surrender and I found an attorney, a, a, a legitimate attorney who did all the research for me. And, you know, it turned out that that wasn't the case. And so I was really free to step into this and move into it. But can you imagine thinking that you're going to go to jail for something you did when you're 12 years old and God's still asking you wow. to talk about it? So just being able to say, this is your mission, God. This is not my mission. This is yours. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to be the vessel that all of this is filtered through, but you right. get to figure out all the hard stuff. And and he has, it's been really, really beautiful. Wow, that's so inspiring. I love that you listened. Um, no, most times God don't always call us to do things that we like, things that are easy. Right. Sometimes it's always <laughs> it's always a challenge. Um, yeah. We just have a lot of questions. How am I going to get started? How am I going to do this? I don't have what it takes. But I believe when we listen and we follow Him slowly, He will gradually lead us to place where we find peace, fulfillment, and happiness. And I'm so glad that that's the case for you. Thank you. Yeah, every day I wake up, I have a, I have a ritual. 
And I'm really into manifesting. I love manifesting. It's like this fun little dance that I get to do with God every morning. Like this just, it's so fun to just daydream and be childlike. And manifesting is in the Bible several times. So if you are a little resistant and think it's a little woo-hoo, for me, it's woo-hoo. But I, um, so I wake up every morning and before I'm awake, I put on a meditation and because that's when you're most susceptible to to being, to to co-create with God. And so, and you can find stuff all over YouTube for for manifesting and meditating and all that stuff. And then when I'm done with my morning practice, I just say, okay, God, what do I get to do today? What steps do you want me to take today to move this forward? And I just get really quiet and I listen and then I then the ideas come to me. What do I get to do today? Someday it's it's something like I yesterday I mailed off books to all the contributors who participated in my book, what he asked me to do yesterday. Um, wow. So every day is different. If you can get really quiet and listen, God will direct you into what you what you get to do. Okay, that's beautiful. That's awesome. So from everything you've shared right now, I really believe that you have given someone hope. Um, some people might have been losing hope. I'm just going to stick with this stuff for the rest of my life. But I believe things like this help people to understand that there is always other side where they can experience happiness, experience peace, and experience fulfillment. And I'm so glad you've made that possible today. And I believe this will help someone to step into the next season of their life. Well, that's why I'm doing this. You know, if I if I help one person to get past their shame, then my work here is done. All right. So thank you so much. Okay. Before we wrap it up for today, I really would love to read your book. And I know a lot of people will benefit from your book. So I just wanted to sh- Give us a little information about your book, how we can get the book, what you shared in the book. Just love you to do that so people can get to know what you've written down and how it would benefit them and benefit their lives. Yeah, so the book is a compilation of stories. I wrote two chapters in the book. I wrote the first, the introduction and I wrote the last chapter. Um, but as I was sharing my story with, with people, I there was a lot of me too's, which to me, really it gives validity to the the saying you're not alone like if it was just me sharing my story and telling people what i did when i was little it doesn't have the impact that it does with other people saying that's my story too so the first part of the book is is i acted out and then the second part of the book is really going into forgive people who were hurt and forgiven the person because that's another one of the steps is you have to forgive whoever hurt you because if you don't that's holding you back and you're not forgiving them for them you're forgiving them for yourself so that you get to let go and I'll say the book is a hard book it's a difficult book to read there's a disclaimer at the very beginning saying you know be prepared and what I'm what I'm telling people you know if if it's if it's hard put it down each chapter is not based on the previous chapter. The last part of the book is really more inspiring stories about people that have overcome trauma and are thriving. So you can skip around and jump around and, you know, read different chapters, but I really need people to be protected 
if they're triggered while they're reading the book. But I would love, love, love for this to just start a movement with this conversation because we get to talk about it. You know, we get to heal from it. Okay, so how do we get the book? Is it at the website? Or... Yeah. So yeah, you can just go to jillyschultz.com and um, there's a link there. You can get it on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles, or you can go directly to Amazon and Barnes and Noble. It's Liberated, Releasing the Dark Cloud of Shame. So, and I would love it if people would write a review for me if they if they were impacted by the book. I would love it. All right. So, guys, I would love you to check out her book. I believe it would be really helpful if you want to live an upgraded life. I think you should check it out. Um, you don't have to just get a book for yourself. If you have someone dealing with this experience, having difficulty moving on, then you can just um, send it as a gift to them. I believe it will be really helpful for people to have access to information like this. So thank you so much, Jill. You've done a wonderful, you've done a beautiful job today. And I want to say thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for inspiring people out there. And thank you for helping people move past the point of shame to a better life. Thank you. I, I really appreciate being here today. All right. So I don't know if you have any, um, maybe a general advice, give to parents, to, to people who are listening, um, that you believe will be helpful to them. Yeah. General advice before we go. Yeah. My favorite, favorite saying is Neil Donald Walsh. And I do an abbreviated version of it, but life happens outside your comfort zone. So whatever it is that's holding you back, you get to look at it. You get to say, you don't own me anymore and you get to heal from it. Wow. All right, that's beautiful. So we're going to be um, ending the session right now. So if you're listening, if you've listened, if you have any question, if you are dealing with any problem or you have something bothering you, you don't know how to get past shame and trauma, you can always reach out to us and uh, we'll connect you with Jill. I believe she has all the tools and experience to help you. You can also check out her, her website. I'll leave a link in the description of this podcast when it's live. So please just check out the link. I believe it's um, jillshoes.com. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So check out the link and get all the necessary information and tools you need so you can break that cycle of shame and trauma so if you've listened so far thank you so much for listening to the life upgrade podcast if you're yet to subscribe please kindly do that and i would also love you to share this podcast to everyone your family your friends and people you believe will benefit from this podcast so see next time i want you to stay blessed stay empowered and keep living Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.